I set the goals just to, um, for myself, you know, it was just a me versus me all the time. And it's to this day, it's always me against me. You know, my competition is myself where I look, I look at myself and I say, okay, dude, it's you versus you, you know? And, and to this day, I still see it that way. You know, I always say, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be my time from last year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be my time for last year. I'm going to be my miles from last year. And I give myself goals like that. Do you feel like you're running life through the motions day after day? Do you feel sluggish with little energy to be able to spend time with your family? Do you feel like you're just not living up to your full potential? What if I told you you could transform your life through mindset and movement? Here on the Ecala podcast, you'll be inspired, be motivated, and be able to take action to become that best version of yourself. The Ecala podcast is for those who want the opportunity to better themselves through health and wellness. Here you'll learn tips from experts in their field, hear inspirational stories to help uncover your full potential. Now, are you ready to transform your life? Welcome back to the Ecala podcast. I'm your host, David Gonzalez from CrossFit of Fremont, powered by Ecala, a strong path forward. Right here, we have a special guest today, Junior Fregoso, who is a Spartan and DECA athlete, a member of Machete Madness Pro Athlete Team. He's also the founder of Garlic City Gilroy Ruckers, also known as Go Ruck. What's cracking, Junior? Thank you for being here. Hey, thank you for inviting me, man. Yes, thank you, man. All right, so now, real quick, before we get into this and all this, and here's, I hear more about your story, which is very inspirational, man. And I, I commend you for all you've been through. I commend you for where you're at. And, man, I just know things are going to go farther than that, man. There's no such thing as, as a sky's the limit. What I tell people all the time, man, we broke that barrier back in the 60s. We've been going to space, man. We want to go so far. You know, the stars will be in your rear view, bro. The stars will be in your rear view. All right. So real quick, we start off with the hang loose segment. Let me ask you a random question real quick. If you had to choose to live the rest of your life in hot or cold weather, which one would you choose? Uh, I would choose cold, man. Cold weather. I, I'm good with the hot weather. I could do anything with, with layers on. I mean, yeah, I, I don't mix well with, with the hot weather, man. I've done events in the heat, and it just... It's like oil and water. I don't mix with it well, man. I have to do it. I prefer cold. I'm, I feel you on that one, man, because you could strip bare. You still be hot. And yeah. you're cold. You, yeah. could, you could gear up all day. So, uh, Junior, man, uh, man, I know a little bit about your story. We got to chop it up, man. And uh, you have a very inspirational story, man. Very, um, yeah. I like what I like to say, uh, Phoenix out the ashes, man. You were reborn. You became this. This better version of yourself, your true version of yourself, the version you're meant to be that that was planned for you from day one, you know? So if you can, uh, so you grew up in Gilroy all your life? I grew up, I was born and raised in Gilroy, went to school here, you know, well-known here in Gilroy. Well, now in a good way. Before it wasn't that good, but I, like I said, I changed everything around and, and hopefully people know me now in a good way, you know, that good uh, things that I've done for the community, so... And yeah. how, how was it uh, back in the day? How was it like growing up? How was life growing up? Oh, man, it, it was hard. You know, like I said, I grew up without a father figure. Well, my dad was in and out of my life. You know, I was growing up, but basically he was he was gone. So I was on my own, me being the oldest and, uh, you know, looking for 
advice or, or somebody to look up to. I didn't have any people. Basically, gangs was the only way people in gangs or people older than me were the only way people I looked up to, you know? That was my way of seeing these guys, all oh, these guys take care of me, or these guys are showing me the ways, these guys show me how to do this and that. And, and basically, that was how I was growing up. In and, and that, like, led you to a path which yeah, path I mean, not not good. <laughs> bad decisions were made, and I did a lot of mistakes, which, you know, I grew out of it eventually. But, you know, it taught me the hard way to, just to grow up in a hard environment, you know, it just... Uh, I had to do all these stuff to get where I'm at right now. I mean, which I don't regret. I mean, I regret some stuff and I don't, because if all that wouldn't happen, I wouldn't be here now. You know what I mean? It made me who I am now. That's, that's, that's the way it goes. You know, like we all have our own path. Everyone has their own journey and that's what cards them to the person they be. Either it's a make or break kind of situation, you know? And, yeah. and obviously like the situation made you, made you into the person you are now. Like, so what was that, that moment that led you to like, Hey, this, this community is no longer, for me like this ain't no longer what i want this isn't where i'm gonna find what i what i didn't have at home or whatnot because i kind of grew up in a similar situation like things weren't so great at home all the time so i went to the fellas you know one thing led to another and then ben history was written you know so like what was that moment for you where did you just like your epiphany what was your epiphany moment well my life was up and down for a while man like i said it was kind of rough Growing up here in Gilroy, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a small town, but, you know, if you look deep down in Gilroy, there's a lot of stuff happening, you know. But just, you know, like I said, in and out of life and in and out of uh, my situations, my life was, like, rough growing up, you know, in my teenage years and, and growing up. I think one day I, what really got me to go a different direction is when my first daughter was born. And I was like, this little person has somebody to look up to and it has to be me, you know, so... That kind of made me change my life and having her and then my second born and my third born made me, you know, change who I am. But really that happened for a while and my life was great. But then after, you know, things start happening with my first wife and, and divorce and all that hit me out of nowhere. And I started digging myself back in the hole again. You know what I mean? Drugs, alcohol and being really a responsible person. You know, I didn't really care about anything for a while. And then, you know, one day, I mean, I started going to a local gym here and get a little gym to work out. But yet again, I wasn't really into it until I really met my second wife, which I'm married to now. She really changed my whole life around, made me see, open up my eyes and see things in a very, very different way, you know, and and kind of sent me the right direction. I was really a total mess when I met her, but I give it to her. You know, it was her that made me change who I am now. You always got to, uh, there's always that one person out there, man, that actually helps yeah. you realize who you are. Like someone that believes in you, that gives you that ability to okay. believe in yourself. Cause that's, that's what I kind of getting like, like you were, you know, you had the, the rough upbringing, you went to the fellas, the fellas, you know, they had two uh, the rough edges around them as well, you know, and, and, and not to knock them because it's all a struggle, you know, eventually, hopefully they find their way as well and realize that life is meant to be lived like your life, your way, no one else's, you know, but at the time, like, like you were just going through the motions, showing up to the gym. You didn't really believe in what was going on. You were just pretty much a survival mode. Like, I uh, just go try to make it, make it happen. And then you met someone, right? Like you found someone to believe in you. Exactly. And that helped you believe in yourself. Exactly. I did, man. I did. You know, he was the only person that stuck with me. And like I said, and slowly, but surely I started digging myself out and started getting in shape. And, uh, 
this was, I mean, I want to say this was in 2012. And uh, we're good friends at first. I started going back up, you know, started digging myself out of that hole. And then uh, I did my first sparring race in 2016. Uh, after that, I just got hooked on a man and, and started going at it hard. You know, I, for, I set myself goals and, and start doing my goals. I start doing the sparring race. And from there, I say, okay, I want to do my first trifecta. And then I start doing my second trifecta. And then I start working my way up from there, man. You know, and, and what made you want to have these goals? Like, what was it that like, and actually had you commit to these goals in the past? I'm sure you had goals before that probably was like a hit and miss. What right here kept you solid? Like you had someone now that believed in you, you had something that you could grasp and actually achieve, but what kept you disciplined? I set the goals just to, um, for myself, you know, it was just a me versus me all the time. And it's to this day, it's always me against me. You know, my competition is myself where I look, I look at myself and I say, okay, dude, it's you versus you, you know? And to this day, I still see it that way. You know, I always say, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be my time from last year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be my time for last year. I'm going to be my miles from last year. And I give myself goals like that. And my wife now, she's, she's always there with me. She's always believing me. I've done races where I, I raced for 24 hours, where I've done it for 48 hours. And Who's at the starting line when I start? She is. Who's at the middle? She is. Who's at the end when I finish? At the middle of the night or any time of the night or day in the morning? She's always there. And she's the only one that believed in me and believes still in me, you know, besides me believing in myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we always need that. Like, I needed that person to believe in me because I know I was, what I was capable of. But then it was like, ah, that's yeah, no you point. Know. Like, what? what is it for? Like, I don't have no one to You don't have no one to share with, in a yeah. sense, like. Cause it's always like good, but in human it's the, mankind from its day one is, is built on community, whether it's a spouse being there to go through the struggles with them or even the community, the, the, the friends, the, the village or whatnot. Like, so like the Spartan and Deca is like a real strong community as well. Right. Yes. I met so many people through Spartan man that I done Spartan since 2016. I'm doing them till now. I met so many awesome people, people that inspired me, people that helped me, people that pushed me. Along the way, I met this guy named Victor, the founder of Machete Madness. You know, I met him. I started following him on social media. I started seeing his events, what he does. So I started, I was like, oh man, I got to hit this guy up. So one day I hit him up and said, hey man, you know, I'm really interested in doing one of the events. He actually He's like, where are you from? I said, I live in Gilroy. He's like, we get a, a good group of 20 people. I could go down there and host an event. So I got a couple of friends, uh, you know, announced it. He brought people over with him because he has a pretty large group that follows him. You know, made an event here in Gilroy with 20-some people. It was an overnight 12-hour event. You know, it's an endurance event. So halfway through the event, I remember it was my first ever endurance event. Halfway through that event, I was thinking to myself, what the hell am I doing out here? You know, you know, this is for me, it was hard because I was like still out. Of, it was I was in the greatest shape I had done maybe a year of sparring races. But going through it in the morning when I finished, I felt so good about myself saying, man, you know what? This is something I really like doing endurance events. You know, this guy really pushed me and I got inspired for all these people that are here. So after that, I started following them through events, started doing a bunch of his events. From there, I grew into doing other endurance events. And, oh man, I've done so many endurance events from, from that day to now that to me, they're just a big accomplishments when I finish them, you know? 
Oh yeah, man. That's because you say like you weren't in the best shape of your life. You were just starting out. Cause yeah. I remember you had told me like you were a big guy, like you're a big guy now. I would be surprised. Like, well, I was surprised when you told me how big of a guy you were back in the day. Like, Dude, so, like you were like out of shape in a sense, uh, kind of on how living an unhealthy lifestyle. And then this was just a complete like 360, a whole different you, a whole different junior, brand new junior. Yeah. How was that? How was the, the struggle from starting like from scratch being, uh, living an unhealthy lifestyle? Like, what was it that just, like, how was that? Tell me how the struggle was, but then also I want to know at the end, cause there's a good ending to it. Like, how was the struggle in the beginning, getting up every day to be like, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to get my stuff together. I'm going to go work out. Oh man. It, it was really the discipline, man. I, I started off my biggest. I was two, I was hitting 255, bro. 255 pounds. I was a 42 in pants. I mean, I, and I was like, you know, I just lost myself at that time, man. I lost myself really. Um, one day I just said, that's it, man. I can't be like this no more. It's either for my health. I got to get healthy. I got to, if I want to live longer, I got to be getting shape, you know? So the struggle was real, man. It was all discipline, you know, going to the gym. When I first started, I used to hit the gym twice a day. I would do cardio in the morning and I would uh, do some kind of weights in the afternoon. So I started pretty hard and then it wasn't really the working out that did for me, which I mean, I was kind of getting small results, but what really changed me is when I started doing the actual food, you know how they say percent of the food, 20% is of the workout. Yeah. It's all nutrition. Yeah. It transformed me after I, my wife now, she started prepping for me doing, you have to eat this. You got to eat that. You got to eat clean. You got to do that. And completely cut the alcohol out, man, cut the sugar out, cut the alcohol, out, cut all the, you know, all the bad carbs out, cut all the fast food out and really focus on what was made in the kitchen and my hard work in, in the, in the gym, you know? And like I said, it, it takes a lot of discipline, man. It's still a discipline to do both. You know, a lot of people say, Oh, I'm working out. I can eat whatever I want. It doesn't work that way. You know, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Cause I used to tell the fellas, they were like, Hey, you eat everything you want. You're still in shape. And I learned that the hard way. I was yeah. eating everything I could get my hands on and just eating, yeah. working out, eating. And then I went to the doctors and they gave me nothing but a bunch of bad news. Like here's yeah. the pills you're going to have to take for a very long time. Oh man. Yeah. So it is all nutrition. Like you got to watch what you eat, but then the discipline of that, like just to, to cut that out, like I'm sure it wasn't easy, right? Like it was probably a very hard struggle cutting yeah. out the food you enjoy or not even that just leisure time. Instead of your leisure time of you hanging out, sitting on the couch or doing whatnot, like you decided to go to the gym like that drive, that motivation to do so. And now you inspire other people to do it. Like, yeah, I know, uh, I remember you were telling me like you gather up community, like you bring people together. You guys run workouts out your garage. You guys hang out together. You guys go do a uh, rucking together. Like, how did that come to be? Like, how was it that you knew like, man, I lived, lived a certain lifestyle. I looked a certain way. I treated my body a certain way, but this is the way I'm telling you. Cause like you got experience. So what you say holds weight. Compared to most people, when like you have some dude coming up to you with the six pack abs, like, hey, you shouldn't eat that. Like, man, what do you know, bro? Like, you haven't, you haven't went through the struggle, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, so now you like advocate for people to like for physical fitness, but not even that. Like the mental wellness you get from physical fitness. How is it that you were able? Because you call us all about building community, finding your inner warrior through community, through the through the motivation and strength of community and a strong path forward. Not worrying about what you did to get here. But what you're going to do going on, 
and like you're building community out of your garage, out of your own pocket. Like, how do you do that? Like, how are you able to sustain it? And how's it going? Like, I'm sure it's very, it's going good. I see it. I see it all the time on social media. Like, like, tell us about that. Well, man, it just, it just, you know, it started with four of us, man. You know, it, it started with four of us. And then little by little, I've been, you know, I advertise it. I have that Garlic City Records IG page open up so anybody could see our workouts, you know. I invite people over, friends of friends invite people over. You know, we started off at, at the park with our with our go-ruck bags doing workouts. People walk by and ask us what we were doing, you know. I'll explain what we're doing, what, what we did. It just there's a local uh, running group here in Gary that runs every other Friday. I, I actually went to one. I actually go to I go to that running club meeting and and you know run with those guys and and actually show them what I do. You know, I, I told them I I do workouts. I do go ruck on these days. I do boot camp class on this day, and offer you guys are more than welcome to come in and 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 work out with me. You know, it's an open gym that I host couple of people have actually reached out to me and say, Hey, you know, I seen your, your weight loss. I seen the things you do and you help me out, you know, and I do, I took in some people under my wings and I helped them out besides me and, and Miriam, my wife, we took in people under our wings and, and we actually, you know, made them lose 20, 30, 40 pounds, you know, uh, made them ruckers, made them, uh, we pushed them into doing decas, you know, half the group I showed up at your gym or other gyms is, group that that I trained that I that followed me and, and stuck with me and and are doing Spartan races with me decas they're doing the go rucks they're doing any other um any other event that I do they they follow me and they do it with me or we do it together as per se it just Gilroy just uh, like I said there's people that come by and and get intimidated by my workout but it's it's for any fitness level you know any fitness level that comes in I'll, I'll say okay you're not at this level, but I'll have, I'll modify the workout for you, or you could do this instead of what we're doing, you know, and still you get up to speed, you know, don't be afraid to show up and say, Oh, I can't keep up with you guys. Cause it's not about that. You know, I, I help them out either me or, or Miriam go around and watch them, make sure they don't get hurt. And we do this and we do that. But it, like I said, it's, it's an open gym that we host and all the equipment that I have here, it's stuff that I bought personally. And I share it with everybody. Man, that's, that's incredible, man. Like you got a good heart, bro. Good heart. Like a lot of people are, are not like that. A lot of people don't go out their way to help another individual find pretty much find the inner warrior within themselves. You know what he call is all about. Like you go out your way, you offer these services, people come up to you, they take you, they trust your advice, but not even that, like, it's not even just advice or helping them. It's like the community you build amongst everybody. Everyone comes, I'm sure you guys gather up, you guys go and do a deck competitions. Like, how are the DECA competitions? What, what can you tell us about that? Oh, man, DECAs are awesome. I did my first one, man, and I was like, man, this is right up my alley. You know, the workouts, the zones, and the running, you know, that's all things that I like. It's actually, I consider myself a hybrid athlete, you know, the athlete that can adapt and do basically everything. And when I did my first DECA was what my first DECA fit which was a 500-meter runs in between the workouts. Yeah, that one's crazy. <laughs> first one in San Jose, I think it was in April. And I'm like, man. That was my I, first one. I did my first yeah. day event in April, the, the, yeah. the San Jose fit with yeah. my wife. We teamed up. <laughs> this is my stuff. You know, I, this is what I like to do. So I did that one. And then after that, I seen started searching for more DECA. So DECA strong and came up in Fresno. DECA mile, I did the DECA mile in Fresno. 
came back, did the Deca Strong there at uh, CrossFit Fremont, came, did it here in Gearwick, went back to Fresno and did another one. I just, Decas are awesome, man. That's what I'm telling you. It's doesn't matter what condition or fitness level you're in. The community of Deca that people are in there cheering on each other, pushing each other is it's just an awesome experience, man. You know that I see. And and like so the the, the um you, you said you took some of the the, the crowd of your community that you guys have right there in Gilroy. You guys you brought them all up. How yeah. do they like it after their first their first crack at it? They they got hooked on it. Like I said, I I showed them what I do. That you know. If I'm not recording, my wife's always recording me, you know, and that's what we used to post on our social media to have people to see that what we do, our group and other people to see what we do. So when I did my first deck, I brought it, shared it with everybody in the group. And everybody's like, oh, man, I want to try that. So I, uh, you know, I said, well, we'll train the next Deca There is is a Deca in I think it was Gilroy CrossFit had one, a strong. So we trained, I trained them, you know, here it out of my garage. I would, I bought the skier, the rower, you know, I had the dumbbells. I had the, the ball over shoulder. I had everything and the, the bike. So we just, I just laid out the zones here and we were trained twice a week and they did their first deca and they got hooked. Dude, as soon as that very first deca they did, that same day we went out for breakfast, when we were done, I told him there's another Deca mile happening in CrossFit, CrossFit Fremont. Dude, like five of them signed up right there. And, and these were like, and these were like individuals that like not, not full blown athletes, fine. Like just people that you just started gathering up, you guys were working out together. And mm-hmm. now look at like the community it built, like Deca brought everyone, made, everyone test their fitness to see where they're leveling up at. And then they continue to do so like, that's, that's what, uh, uh, it's all about, man. Like, like me, I love the reason I love working out is like, uh, the struggle of going through a hard workout of the day with somebody with the, with the crowd, everyone, everyone pumping each other up. Exactly. Cause, uh, uh, it's not physical. Like me, like when I work out, I like the, you know, we all look, you look good. You feel good. I guess you could say, but the mental, the mental wellness I get from, from working out, like how about, how does, how does that work for you? Like does I'm sure, uh, working out physical fitness, even nutrition has gave you a lot of uh, mental clarity. Is that right? That's correct. And how does that make you go throughout your everyday life now? Me working out? Yeah, like working out, getting that mental clarity from the physical fitness part, like the mental wellness part of physical fitness and community. Like your life is just in a more in a sense, like, man, you, you couldn't even dream of the situation you're in now compared to how you used to be. I, I, I say yes, man, you know, um, oh man, I, you know, every day it's a every day for me, you know, there's sometimes I, I get told, why don't you ever stop and, and rest? I said, I'm just used to it. You know what I mean? I'm used to the workout. I'm, I'm up at four 30 every morning. And what I do in my, when I'm up in the mornings, it's, I run, you know, if it's on my treadmill, I run, if it's out, if it's still out dark, cold, I run it's a lifestyle for me. You know, it's, it's more than a discipline for me. It's more of a mental clarity, you know, that I, I do when I work out, it's like, it's, I'm on my, I'm in my own zone. And, and, you know, I just, I just feel good getting that workout in man every day, every day. And, and every day I make the choices of what I'm going to eat or, or it's an everyday thing. People say, why don't you eat the hamburger? Why don't you eat a, a, this? I said, it just eating that. I just don't feel right eating it. You know, I just, 
I'm just more than discipline. I just, I'm used to it. It's a lifestyle for me now. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a big transformation though. Like, man, one thing led to another. And then now this is where you're at now. So like also too, like, I remember uh, you had mentioned to me uh, uh, when we had spoke, like, um, cause I like to, I like to consider you as like a community advocate. You're over here encouraging people for the mental wellness and physical fitness. But then also I remember you telling me you spoke to kids, like, trying to let kids know of a lifestyle that's, that's not the business. Life, lifestyle has nothing but consequences for you, bro. No rewards at all. And, you know, the guys that go through the struggle, I feel for them. And, and, and I went through that struggle with them as well, just like you did. So, like, how do you talk to these kids when you do get a chance to speak to these at-risk youths, you would say? Well, we know, we got a couple of kids that, that are in my group that uh, come in and work out. And, and, you know, I tell these kids, they're young, you know, growing up in Geroy and and, you know, they come in and I told them, hey, man, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's no lifestyle growing up that way in gangs or, or doing this and doing that. I said, you know, you don't get no benefit out of it. You know, it's either it's jail or, you know, or something else. You know, there's kids that came in, you know, some of my, my stepson's friends, I came in, I, you know, I let them work out in my, in my gym, you know, and, and there's some that goes in one year, goes out the other, you know, knuckleheads that don't really care what you have to tell them. And there's some kids that, that has stuck here, you know, and, and come in and fresh out of high school or even in high school that came in here and work out and they're still around, you know, and there's actually, there's one kid, uh, I'm not going to say names because I don't know if he's going to embarrass or something, but there's one kid that came in kind of big, you know, he's, he's lost a lot of weight coming here. I taught him the go ruck workouts. I taught him the, the boot camp, you know, kind of working on him still a little bit. He's kind of fresh. I actually took him with me. He did the deck on Fremont. He got pretty pumped because he got a medal. And now he's doing this machete event that we're hosting this weekend. And, you know, he's a bit nervous, but he's pretty strong, man. He's pretty strong. He's, he has that mental toughness going to get him through. If I could get one or two kids out of 20 kids that I talked to, I feel good about it. You know what I mean? Because it's one or two kids that I helped out and maybe rescued from being in prison or, or choosing the wrong lifestyle. Yeah, man. And then that's, that's where it's at, man. You start with one and then those kids will go and get one. And it's a snowball yeah. effect after that, brother. Yeah. You know, one at a time, you know, but I'm sure too, though, like the struggle is sometimes like trying to, get your point across talking to, cause I was a knucklehead. You couldn't get your point across. Even if Ooh, you man. probably were God himself talking to me, I'd be like, I have to figure it out, bro. <laughs> you know, but so like, how does that work though? Sometimes, man, like when you do lose the ones that you try and then you see them lost, like, man, how, how do you deal with that? Oh man. I, you know, I, sometimes it's hard, man. I feel bad for the kids. You know, sometimes they have nobody to go through, you know, like I did growing up, they, had, you know, they have no father. They have, no mother, you know, they live with the aunt, they live with the, the grandparents. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, you, you want to be that role model for them. And, and sometimes they don't want that, man. They don't choose for you to help them. They don't want the help. And sometimes it's kind of hard to see that. And it's kind of a loss, you know, and, you know, I, I wish I could help every kid out there that needed help. And it just, just doesn't work that way. But like I said, if I could get one or two kids out of 20 or, 40 I talked to, you know, and change their lives or help them out. And to me, that's, that's more than enough for now. And, you know, one at a time, man, one at man, a time. I, like I tip my hat to that, to that commitment right there. Cause I know 
sometimes people get broken like that. Like when they're trying to help someone and they try to help someone and then they kind of keep seeing the loss. Some people can't deal with loss in a sense. You would say like, ah, uh, now, nah, you know what? I just give up. I don't want to help no one no more, but you keep going. You keep yeah. going. You find those one, you find that two. And then like I said, it'll keep going, man. And, and I commend you for that. That's, it's a hard struggle right there. And, and I find myself in the same predicament at times trying to talk to some knuckleheads that just won't get it at times, but man, you're doing it. And, and, and I'm, I'm very proud and honored to know, to know you brother, man. That's, that's some good stuff right there. We have this thing right here. It's called call to action. It's like, if you could give any, uh, a call to action, forget, say to have people change their lifestyles, whether it be eating unhealthy, sitting on the couch, running with a bad crowd, what would you tell them? What would your advice be to them if they could hear and listen to this podcast right now and hear how someone went through the struggle, transform themselves? What would your call to action be to them? What would your advice be to them? Oh, man. Just get off the couch and do something, man. Whether it's baby steps, start with something small. It's either, to me, it's either do or die. You, either you do it or you don't. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's you chose, you choose it for yourself. You know, I got up that I got off that couch and and it was just like I said, I was, I just wasn't feeling good about myself and I just did that change for myself and and now like I said, I I do it for I still do it for myself, but I I like helping people out and I would just tell them, man, you need to get the f up that couch and and do something about your life, man, because you know either it's you die unhealthy or unhappy or you get up and feel good about yourself and and start moving and do something, you know. Oh yeah, man. If people have any questions or like to like say, reach out to you for, uh, uh, to chop it up conversation advice, how can they, uh, how can they find you? What would be a best way to find you? email, Instagram? It would be through Instagram. man. I have, like I said, it's the garlic city Rutgers IG Instagram page, or it's my personal page. It's uh junior Fregoso, you know, I'm always answering people's questions. They're always looking out, looking out for me, or they're always basically the Garlic City Rutgers page is the active is the most active page there is. You know, if it's either me replying or it's it could be Miriam replying. Both of us are linked to that account because it's it's both of our accounts. And then we have our own separate personal accounts. But yeah, man, I say Garlic City Rutgers would be the best way to get a hold of us. Even to look at what we do, you know, our gatherings, we we post where we're gonna be, where we're gonna be at, what time, what we're gonna do. You know, sometimes it's not all about hard work. Sometimes we have a fun ruck, you know, it's uh we call it like a, like a taco ruck. We have like a donut ruck. We have like a coffee ruck, you know, it's, it's not always about the hard work and, 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 and kicking butt, you know, it's always about, you know, sometimes about having community, about having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's, that's good stuff. So you hear it, you hear it out there, listeners, man, um, you know, advice right there, do or die, get up off the couch, do something. Unless you, you want to sit there and live an unhealthy, unhappy lifestyle, or you could just get up and care about yourself and do something. Do it. Get up. Live happy. Be happy. Man, I want to thank you so much for, for joining us, Junior. And, hey. uh, man, you have a real good story. You're very inspirational, man. And, and keep it up, brother. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much for listening. But wait. We want to keep you updated and continue to be inspired and motivated. Follow us on our Instagram page at Ecola Strong. We'll see you on the next episode.